Well, it's that time of year when we start thinking about plaid, Lily Pulitzer, and hanging out on the golf course. Join us today as we talk about the heritage. Welcome to another episode of the Hilton Head Island cast, powered by Palmera. Today, we are talking about the big show, the Heritage, the RBC Heritage golf tournament that is here on our beautiful island of Hilton Head. And today, we are joined by Chris, who is um, understanding golf a lot better than I am. Um, And we also have a local expert who has been enough times to know the very secret ins and outs of the Heritage, Tara Sibula. So, Tara, thank you for joining us. Tell me, what is your history with the Heritage? Oh, dear. Um, Well, I've been going to the Heritage for about the past nine years. It was one of my first big events here as I moved up for a full-time resident down in Hilton Head. Nice. And it is probably my favorite time of the year besides Christmas. It's so so (laughs) good this time of year, though. If you can avoid the gnats. It, It smells amazing especially in sea pines. <laughs> the weather is just glorious, um, and it's flip-flop weather. It it's is kind flip-flop of, kind weather. Of, kind of my thing. So what what is it about the heritage that you love? Because it really is more than just a golf tournament game. Definitely. Um, the heritage is so good because everybody comes out of their house. Everybody gets their pedicure and their manicure. Spring has sprung. We're all excited <laughs> to be out and about seeing people that we haven't seen for sometimes a couple of years because it's a lot of it is like Hilton Head's homecoming. It really is. That's a great way to put yeah, it. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, I, I love it. Like that. Uh, yeah. Well, because you have been nine times, nine years in a row, <laughs> let us in on some of your tips here on surviving the heritage. Because if you are not prepared, it can be a bit of a an event in not a good way. <laughs> well, just prepare yourself. The roads are going to be crowded. There's going to be people all over. And I think as a local resident, you're coming off the winter and you're thinking, oh, my goodness, like, I can't get to where I'm going. (laughs) Embrace it, people. Like, this is the most fun you're going to have all year. When the traffic starts building back up every spring, this happened last week, and I was like, oh, oh, okay, I have to readjust my brain to driving (laughs) In all of this, taking just a little bit longer, but it's it's worth it. That's right, yeah. What are your suggestions on how to get there to the Heritage? What would you suggest? Definitely, if you can bike, I would bike. That is the most efficient, easy way to get down there. They have places for you to lock up your bikes right next to the clubhouse, which you can't park any closer than that. No. no. You can't even get into Sea Pines unless you're somebody that sponsors the heritage or you're a golfer themselves right so definitely if you have a bike mm-hmm. if you don't i would highly suggest an uber they're oh, super yes. fast and efficient yeah that's good and there are taxis as well but yeah uber makes everything so efficient and it's yeah. so good that's super great, easy that's our, a great idea our favorite thing to do is usually we'll go and we'll meet at riley's down there on the south end which is right outside the sea pines gate right um we have brunch kind of hang out talk about what we're going to do that day a little bit of golf a lot of fun. Yes. yes. <laughs> of right. course. And then the Uber will pick you up right from there. And like for 10 bucks, they'll drop you right at the clubhouse. So amazing. Yeah. That's really great. That's definitely the way to do it. Oh because the other option is to park. Yeah. If you want to drive your own car, you actually have to park at the school cluster, the Hilton Head school cluster, 
which, which is, is on the north end. On the north end of the island. The and then other you, end of the right. island. <laughs> then you will wait for um, motor coaches to, air-conditioned motor coaches to drive you about a 20-minute ride down. Yes. And it, now it, it it's nice and it's free, but you can wait in lines. Yeah, it's, at least in my experience, it's like waiting for a roller coaster with no roller coaster. <laughs> yeah. It that takes, does not seem like any fun. It definitely takes forever. And then when you're ready to go home, you're ready to go home. Yeah. yeah and like, you've got another hour wait just to catch the bus. Press the button, get the Uber, have it take you back to Riley's if you want a little nightcap. Or right. go straight home and get ready to do it all over again the next <laughs> day. Oh, this is this is it is a marathon. Yeah. Not a sprint. No, right. <laughs> yeah. That's fantastic. Okay, so we've covered the how to get there. Now let's talk about when should you go? Because this is over several days. It's not just Saturday and Sunday. Oh, my goodness. My favorite thing is on Saturday and Sunday, the week prior to the Heritage, you'll start seeing the BMWs or the sponsor car (laughs) popping up. And you'll start seeing the PGA players' wives in the grocery store. And they're all dolled up. And they're gorgeous and beautiful. And I started to get chills because I get excited. I'm like, it's here, it's here, it's here. (laughs) (laughs) So go to the grocery store early and often to see who you can spot. Um, But as far as going, if you have little ones, definitely take them to the Coca-Cola Kids Day. It's so much fun. It's on Tuesday, and it's all free. They open the putting green for the kids. They sign autographs. It's so fun. The players are amazing with the children, yeah. and they get a lot of free stuff. Yeah. Free, uh, free, free stuff. stuff. This should be this will be the theme throughout our conversation, though, like free stuff. <laughs> free stuff. Because, well, if, like I said earlier before we started, if you go to the Heritage, Heritage and don't come home with free stuff, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> And dads can definitely use their, like, little girls and little boys to get the autographs that they really want. Absolutely. <laughs> like this Halloween. Is, this yes. is a good tool. Yeah, I'm liking this. Okay, so Tuesday is for the kids. Wednesday, what do we have going on? Wednesday is the Pro-Am. Um, it's the big day for it. And that's an awesome day to go up if you really love golf because you get a chance to sometimes interact with the players and the caddies. Oh. Um, they're much more friendly. They can't. They cannot sign autographs Thursday through Sunday during official play. Oh, They're I not did not know to. that. Okay. The common man is off limits. <laughs> yes. So Wednesday is your day to go. And a lot of times they go to the quarter deck afterwards, which is right outside. Yeah. The and you can go and sometimes chat up with a caddy or a player who may just slip you a free, like, really cool passes to the tournament yeah. with some upgrades, which is what you really want. Yes. That is how to do heritage. Right. Upgrades, upgrades, upgrades. upgrades. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> So the Pro-Am is on Wednesday, and I know that, like you said, they're they're more able to access the crowds and interact, and they're really kind. We have great people who come through here for this tournament. Yes. It's really awesome. And the crowds aren't big, usually. Right. And so if you're someone that wants to follow a certain player that you may not be able to follow during the week or get a really good seat in one of the grandstands, it's an mm. awesome opportunity to take advantage of that. Yeah. Oh, that's great advice. And then Thursday... Everything big starts on Thursday, Everything right? Everything starts on Thursday. Okay. That's the day. <laughs> that's it. All right. And Sunday is when it, that's the final that's day. That's the final day. Okay. You know, when they hand some guy a plaid jacket. <laughs> and if you are going to go on Sunday and you want to see that final hole at the 18th, please, please, please just get there and park it there. Because yeah. you will not get to see the final play through the 18th grade. Good yeah, you're going to be there all day. all day. You're going to be there from sun up to sundown, essentially. Yeah. But get your little seat, your little spot, because there's a huge scoreboard that can block your view Oh, onto the green. That would mm-hmm. be so disappointing. Now, the, the stands that they have at 18, mm-hmm. are those 
I've never actually tried to sit there. There are some general admission stands, but they fill up on Sunday fast. Real quick, I bet. Real fast. So like you're saying, like, get there if you want And one. you can sit on the greens, and you can sit along the fairway, and then there's the skyboxes. Mm. Let me just tell you about the skyboxes. Yes, I <laughs> do. Please tell These us. These are sponsored tickets, usually only, but that's what I'm, I mean, be nice to everyone. If somebody mm-hmm. starts talking to you in the grocery store, on the course, they might have, like, an extra ticket, you and never they're usually know. really happy to give it away. Yeah. So, like, if I have one piece of advice, just be kind, be nice. Mm-hmm. Like, And not just for the heritage people. I mean, come on. Let's just be okay, nice, nice people when we're on Hilton Head. When you're at home, I don't care what you do. But when you come here, be nice. Yeah, be angry at the yeah. beach. Be nice. Yeah. So, okay. Um, is there... I want, I'm trying to find the nice way to ask this question. But I feel like I should be strategic as to what grocery stores I'm going to if I'm trying to score free stuff. Like, should I be, like, on the South End? South End. Yeah, so, oh. like, the South End, Harris Teeter, the Piggly Wiggly. Publix. Publix, yeah. Fresh Market. Oh, yeah, right. Oh, yeah, because oh, yeah, these are all, like, professional athletes. <laughs> oh, Whole Foods, they're, yeah. they're eating good. And I need to camp out at Whole Foods this year. Yeah, <laughs> that's good. That sounds right. like a good location. Yeah, that's, yeah. Okay, good. That's what I wanted to say. All right. <laughs> Hey guys, we want to take a quick break and remind you to subscribe and review this podcast on iTunes, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcast. That's how other people find out about us and learn more about our amazing island. I bet you're even listening to this podcast dreaming of lounging on the beach with your toes in the sand in a cool breeze ruffling the pages of a good book in your hands. Why don't you make that dream a reality? Head over to palmeravacationclub.com to find out how vacations were meant to be. Um, so now this, because I really don't understand golf or follow it, but. <laughs> the lowest uh, number wins. Yes. I love sundresses. <laughs> Let's talk about what you wear to the heritage. Okay. Um, super easy for guys. You just want to look like you're going out to play a golf, a round of golf. Yes. Please don't wear jeans. Please, please. Right. Don't please wear don't wear jeans. jeans. Bow ties are encouraged. Yes. Is the sound. You will find them there. You absolutely will. Some uh, bold shorts choices, men? Yes. Plaid. Uh, anything like plaid. Everybody does plaid. Mm-hmm. And so the guys have it really easy. What about the ladies? Girls, it's a little bit trickier. <laughs> You're walking onto a fashion runway. Yes. <laughs> it is all about what you wear, who you wear. It, it is crazy. Um, definitely, though, sundresses, Lily Pulitzer, the newest, latest pattern, whatever she has right. out. Um, big sunglasses. And please, please wear sunscreen. <laughs> yes. Oh, yes. Even though it's low. shady. Well, it may not be as shady this year. Yes, we now have a lot more some, sun on Hilton Some Head trees lately. are not where they used to be. Um, <laughs> sunglasses, sunscreen, and even I like a nice wide-brimmed floppy hat to match. A nice sun hat. Yes, mm-hmm. that would be perfect. So good. And now you can make sure that your, you know, your upper half is really awesome and, and a great lily. But feet, what do we need to know for shoes? What's the key here? 
Don't wear your stilettos. <laughs> Crazy girl. I've seen it. I've seen it. I've seen it. I've also walking down the gravel road them. in the porta potty in like it's not good. Heels. Come on now. Yeah, just your cute little sandals or wedges with corks. Yes, absolutely. Unless it's cold. Right. Don't be the silly one when it's cold. She's still trying to look cute. Dress warm or you will be miserable. Right. <laughs> absolutely. Maybe uh, you can bring a small bag. Right. On the website, I'm sure you can find all of things. One one year we went and I had stopped and purchased a purse just to go. And we got there and it was too big to, to go yes. to, for them to let me take it in. So it's, make sure that you check your purse sizes. It's even tighter restrictions this year. I think it's six by six. Okay. Or a clear, completely clear tote. Okay. So... Oh, they were giving those away one year. Yeah. Pair it down. Have those. Yes, absolutely. Pair it down, ladies. <laughs> bring, bring a cardigan that you can maybe, you know, knot around your shoulders if you need need to not wear it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. If it's going to rain, bring an umbrella. Mm-hmm. And I have seen people with these clever little stools that look like almost like a cane, but it has a little flop down seat. Oh, yeah, and they pop right out. Yeah, mm-hmm. those are nice because I do remember getting to some point where I thought, Oh, I just want to sit down, but yeah. the grass is not an option. <laughs> I have a good place for you to sit while you're there. Okay. This year, something new is happening. Between the first and the ninth tee, they're going to have a outside wine bar. <gasps> well then, <laughs> yes. you had me at wine bar. <laughs> <laughs> so it's brand new this year. Um, it's something that they haven't done in the past. A lot of people are super excited about it because Hilton, how do we like our wine? Yes, we do. Mm-hmm. So, I think we made a list at one point for that <laughs> sort mm-hmm. of thing. Yeah, we'll definitely be a place to stop, relax, chat, have a glass of wine mm-hmm. <laughs> before you carry on. Yes. All right. That's good. Well, so now we know what to wear, when to go, how to get there. What do we do once we are there? You're in you the You watch gates. golf. What else is there to do? It's a professional <laughs> golf tournament. Okay, I love the golf. Yeah. I follow the golf. I feel like I'm going get to get told I'm wrong here. But you're kind of wrong. <laughs> <laughs> it is all about socializing. It is all um, about seeing all your old friends, catching up, which right. is great. I mean, networking for some people. Yeah. A lot of our um, local a lot of our local groups have little booths. There's a home builder's tent. So mm-hmm. a lot of the guys will go in there, network with interior designers. I mean, carry right. your business card. Mm-hmm. Carry Absolutely. your business card. Yeah. You have room for that. Yes. You do. Shake you do. lots of hands mm-hmm. and still be nice to people. Exchange things for free tickets. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, there, there is so much to do. So many people to see you. Like you said, you will run into friends that you haven't seen in ages, family members, and you never, you'll be at somebody's that has a house right on the fairway and some person will come out. It's, oh, it's so wonderful. Yeah. It's, it's a great time. It's the, it's the biggest thing that we've got going here on the island. Yeah. And it really is a great time. Like, and the golf is good too. It is good. (laughs) The golf is really great. And we get so many huge names and big Mm -hmm. supporters. Um, It's fantastic. It's it's everything in one. And there's a whole week to do it all. Yes. So you can do it all. Right. (laughs) And it's right after the Masters. Like There was like one or two years where they had a week in between. But it's back to the week after the Masters. Right after the Masters. And so like that throws a little hitch in it, you know, when, when Tiger was playing... We never saw Tiger. But what we do see, which I think is super cool, is that the guys that come and play 
want to come and play. Like they love the guys that play love this tournament, you know? Yeah. And so there's a little bit more of a, I don't know. I don't know what the right word is, but there's just a little bit more of an energy Mm -hmm. in, in the players and the caddies and everybody around than like just your run of the mill, like mid season tournament. Right. Because it's a beautiful place and, it's just it's just a fun tournament overall. Yeah. Like the the PGA does such a good job with it. RBC has just done a killer job, sort of resurrecting it. Yeah, uh, they've got Boeing on board now, right? So I mean, absolutely. There's a lot of people that put a lot of hard work and a lot of love into this thing, and they're just doing a a bang up job. If they could just if they could get the parking thing down, it would be <laughs> it would be fantastic. But yeah. your tip on the Uber like makes all the difference in the world. Oh my gosh. So if you're going, use Uber. If you're not going, sign up to drive for Uber. <laughs> you will make a lot of money. Right? Come on think now. About that. You'll be That's able what to I'm pay. Do. That's right. You'll be able to pay off all those Lily Pulitzer dresses you bought. That's <laughs> right. Smart. We, we went with a friend and she said, uh, I didn't realize it was going to be so much of a sundress kind of event. And I thought, oh, yes. You could almost make a drinking game out of it. That's so good. Like seeing duplicates? No, just, you know, every time you see a lily. Oh. Take okay. a drink. Okay. I love it, though. It's not You'll be gone. It. You'll be gone yeah. by noon. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love it. Awesome. I love it. Okay, so we have covered all the things to do. Tell me a little bit about the food situation. So if you're going to... Obviously, you're going to be there for a while. You're going to want to eat. You're going to want to drink. What are your options? Where are your best places to go for those? The cl- If you hold a clubhouse ticket, the clubhouse has really awesome food all day. You're mm-hmm. going to pay quite a bit for mm-hmm. it, which is why I right. definitely suggest eating before you get to the course. Mm-hmm. But when you first walk in that course, right next to the clubhouse as well, there's a huge food vendor area where mm-hmm. you can get things and you can get snacks and hot dogs, your typical yeah. kind of food along the way. But I would definitely recommend eating before mm-hmm. and then planning to go out to dinner with your friends afterwards and just yeah. catch up, yeah, talk about the day, smart. relax and plan for the de- next day. That's excellent. Right on. I like it. And there are so many restaurants right outside of Sea Pines. Yeah. You mentioned or Riley's. There's yeah, well, they're right, in yeah. Pines, but there's just there's everything you could possibly imagine. So and it's definitely huge for our economy this year coming off Hurricane oh. Matthew. It'll be great to see people out mm-hmm. yes. spending their money, supporting local business. Yeah. It's an awesome great. opportunity to do it. Yeah. Absolutely. That's so good. Well, thank you so much, Tara, for coming and sharing with us. What are you most looking forward to this year? Honestly, the new clothes I get to buy. <laughs> <laughs> I always yes. buy new clothes for Heritage, so I always look forward to it. It's an excuse to spend money. That's right. That's I, awesome. I uh, <laughs> in my book. Mm-hmm. That's fantastic. All right. Uh, yeah. Chris, what do you want to say? Well, a couple years ago, I predicted that Jim Furyk would win on Instagram. That is right. That was a real thing. So I'm looking forward to uh, to doing that again you're, you're and pick, picking the winner three days ahead of time all right yeah I'll i just be. saw the look in his eye he had the fire the, the eye of the tiger <laughs> he's a big fan favorite here yeah he people is. like him he's the man he's really I, you know jordan spieth was a he was a big deal that year but i just saw jim Furyk. he was gonna take it <laughs> he looks good in plaid you look good in plaid jim <laughs> Thank hopefully you. he hears us 
Well, we'll have to, Lori, you'll just have to make sure that you uh, hashtag all that and send it out. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much, Tara, for joining us today. You're it was welcome. awesome to get your perspective and uh, share a love of the heritage. Guys, if you're listening to this, you can go to our blog, HiltonHeadIslandCast.com, and find all the information for the heritage and anything else you might want to know. Guys, stay tuned to hear another great local music segment powered by Palmera. Welcome to another wonderful music segment here on Hilton Head Island Cast powered by Palmera. Today, we are joined with a local legend by a local legend, Martin Lesh. Thank you for joining us today. My pleasure. <laughs> Tell me a little bit about about you, about your music? Um, well, I started off, uh, in. I grew up in New York City. Mm-hmm. I started off there as kind of a, a singer-songwriter, but I studied a lot of jazz music growing up, so I was influenced by people like Tom Waits and uh, yeah. and uh, Randy Newman and mm-hmm. uh, Leon Russell in particular and Mose Allison. And then um, over the years, I, I uh, ended up here down in Hilton Head, and I... For a long time, I had my own band, and I toured with Angie Aparo. Nice. And then um, about 11 or 12 years ago, I got really back into playing jazz again on a regular basis, and so I've concentrated my efforts on that since then. Awesome. So how long have you been here in the area? Almost 20 years. Oh, wow. I recorded my first uh, CD down here 20 years ago, Bambino. That's awesome. Yeah. That's incredible. Well, what are some of your musical influences? Um, well, when it comes down to jazz, it would be, I, I listen to the primarily piano players. Um, mm-hmm. So it would be Oscar Peterson, Art Tatum, Earl mm-hmm. Garner. Um, and then as you move into more modern artists, Brad mm-hmm. Meldow, uh, Jackie Terrasan, uh people of that sort. Okay. Awesome. Can you play us a little something? Sure. Awesome. Maybe I'll play you... Uh, maybe I'll play what I was just playing during the little check there, uh, which is uh, St. Louis Blues. Awesome. One of the first jazz songs.
Thank you. That was awesome. So you said that's one of yours? No, no, that's oh. one of the first jazz songs. That's uh, St. Oh. Louis Blues. See how uneducated I am. <laughs> yeah. So Maybe we need like a beginner's class. That was going to be my next question. Like I admitted to you earlier, my understanding of jazz is Vince Guaraldi because I love the Peanuts and Dave Brubeck because Take 5. And can you give me maybe five albums that I need to listen to? Well, first of all, if you if you really want to learn about the history of jazz, there's a couple ways. But one easy way on Hilton Head yes. is that on Monday nights, I do my show at Jazz Corner, and it's called Journey Through, Journey jazz. through jazz. And we run the whole gamut of jazz history, um, not completely academically, but we play all different styles of jazz. Everything from that early jazz like that, mm -hmm. all the way up to versions of Bob Marley and uh, hip hop. Uh, associated with yeah, jazz your well. rendition of Redemption Song, oh, beautiful and Dear Prudence, oh, yeah. it's awesome. Yeah, so I mean, it's important to bring all that stuff into the jazz world too, because yeah. it, it attracts an audience. But also, the, that's the music I grew up on. So. Right. Um. So, but if I was going to name five albums, I mean, you have to start with Kind of Blue. That's the greatest selling jazz record of all time. Okay. Um, and probably the best jazz band ever put together. Um, anything that Oscar Peterson did is going to be great. Okay. So, um, I, I go through stages and he came out, he had over 50 releases, but I wow. listen to, um, basically he's somebody I listen to almost daily. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm trying to think of who else I've been listening to lately. Anything Brad Meldow does, okay. who, who's more of a modern artist. Mm -hmm. Um, if you want to get into like people that so, something that kids relate to, it might be somebody like. Kamase Washington, who played with Kendrick Lamar and oh. was part of that group, and then came out with a, a record called The Epic last year that was a very popular jazz record. Okay. Or else, um, Robert Glasper, who does combines hip hop and jazz as well. Cool. Um, and then, of course, anything by Bill Evans, uh, Sundays at the Village Vanguard is the classic. Mm -hmm. uh, and then, if you want to go old school, I'd say anything by you have to have something by Louis Armstrong. Absolutely, maybe something with the Hot Five or whatever. Okay, so those are good. Are you noting those down, Chris? Unfortunately, <laughs> I'm recording all of this. They have uh, these lists online. You can find okay. them all. <laughs> I need those. Albums. I mean, the Dave Brubeck Time Out, of course. That's probably the record you're referring to, and that's great. Yeah. That's of course great. You know. Yeah. I think that's the second uh, highest selling jazz that's record. Our, I homeschool my son, and our, we have Pandora on all the time, and that we have a Linus and Lucy station that just plays all day long. It's just the most fantastic. Yeah, that's the greatest uh, Christmas record. Ever. Also, it's a great Christmas present to give to people. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah, I love it. Tell me more about where you play and who you play with. I play at the Jazz Corner every Sunday and Monday. Okay. Sunday with uh, a group I play in called These Guys. And Reggie they are Dees awesome. And, and um, that's kind of like a, an island institution. I started playing with them about eight years ago. Yeah. And then um, I also play on Mondays with my Journey Through Jazz Band. Mm -hmm. And that's with uh, Jackson Evans on guitar, a great guitarist from Savannah. Awesome. And um, Mitch Hennis is playing bass, who's a bass player from Chicago. And then Chris Russell, who is somebody I've played with for 20 years down here on Hilton Head, oh, is wow. the drummer. And then uh, once a month, we have special guests that come in from all over the country, and they come and they join the band, and they become our guests for the night. And so we switch the show around that night yeah. to suit the guests. That last is... last month, we had Ricardo Ochoa from Velvet Caravan, which is a great gypsy oh, wow. jazz band, so uh -huh. we played a lot of that stuff. That's awesome. So 
visitors, when you come here, make sure, if you listen to any of our podcasts, everyone always recommends, and we're going to just say it again, go to the Jazz Corner. You will not regret it. Yeah, it's a special place. I, I've, I mean, musicians from all over the uh, country always say it's one of their favorite places they've ever played. So. That's so, I was thinking about, we're so lucky here in this area. We have so many amazing artists. And then it dawned on me, well, we live kind of in paradise. So it wouldn't be like twisting their arm to get them here, probably. Yeah, the level of talent here is uh, higher than any tourist place I've ever been. Yeah. So. We are not Myrtle Beach. <laughs> <laughs> Will you play us something else, please? Yeah, maybe I'll play maybe I'll play one of my songs. And this is a song I wrote that was on my CD before this last one, which is the, the jazz one. But it was more in the singer-songwriter realm. Okay. And uh, I did this record with Eddie Offord, who was a great producer. And he also was a, an engineer. He engineered Imagine for John Lennon. Whoa. And uh, so uh, it, this is a song called... What I did on this record, too, is I substituted all the normal instruments with weird instruments. Oh, so cool. I took the drum kit out... And instead, I had a guy play a bicycle, or I had a bunch of people come in and smash chairs against the wall or something. How fun. But uh, this is a song called Two Suits. I went to my kitchen. To cook myself a steak The only thing I found there Was an empty plate I danced on top of the ice cubes Killed by Mr. Jim Beam I fell asleep in my front seat Parked in the middle of the street I got my flask, I got my pistol I got two suits upon the floor I got a hundred in my pocket Who could ask for more? I went to a judge But every time they warned me It don't amount to much It don't amount to much It don't amount to much Thanks um, I haven't played that in a while. I made a mistake, but no one knows. You got to live with mistakes. That's right. <laughs> I, one of my jazz teachers at Berkeley said, "If you make a mistake, do it again." And then everybody thinks you did it on purpose. <laughs> well, that brings up another question I had. Where did you study? I studied at um, as a when I was young. My teacher was at NYU, mm-hmm. and he was a great teacher named Richard Source. And um, so I learned a lot of theory and playing from him. And then I went to 
uh, Berklee School of Music for a little while, and then wow. I ended up at SUNY Buffalo mm-hmm. and did some classical uh, kind of study there, and then um, went back to New York. But I'll say that I learned most of what I learned by playing in clubs and bars and listening uh, to listening to other musicians. Yeah. Now I because uh, actually th- because of the jazz corner is here also a lot of the great piano players that are that are alive uh, today end up playing there at one point or another. So I also get to spend a lot of time with them. Yeah. I make an effort to go spend Saturday afternoons with them when they're in town and uh, you know go to lunch and then sit at the piano for a couple hours. Just and soak pick it up all in. Yeah. That is awesome. That is great. Tell me, obviously the jazz corner is the best place to be for music. What would you recommend food-wise? What's your favorite place to go eat here on Hilton Head? Um, well, that's very good too, but uh, I go to Hinoki the most. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's definitely my number one spot. Yeah. Um, after that, I, I mean, I, I usually like to, I, I like to eat a lot of Asian food, so after mm-hmm. that it'd probably be Saigon Cafe mm-hmm. I go to a lot, um, any of the Wuhan Thais. Okay. Stuff like that, man. This that's and also I I've been on a kick where I, I only eat tacos, so I've only been only eating tacos for about two months. Now. Listen, that's not <laughs> a bad diet. Tacos for <laughs> but but they're all street tacos. People don't know all the street tacos around Hilton Head, but there's oh. there's street tacos. Yeah, where's where's the best street taco? Actually, right down the street here, there's a a, a, a nightclub. Uh huh. It's kind of hidden away right next to that. Right next to that gas station on Matthews Drive. Uh huh. And uh, at night, the guy has a taco stand there. It's only at night, and it's late at night, too. You can go there at, like, 2 in the morning, and he's serving tacos. This is happening. This is the thing. Oh, yeah, it's good. Oh, I love a street taco. Man. Yeah, it's the real deal. I have street food. Fridays and Saturdays, too, This whole, along this all of Matthew's Drive on that street, too. There's a bunch of places that have, like, the outdoor street yeah. tacos. So. That's not a place I would have imagined to look, but thank yeah. you for the tip. Yeah. I will be there. <laughs> Martin, share with us where people can buy your music and we've said the jazz club. Do you have a website or anything we can point people to? I do. To? It's martinlesh.com. Uh, and also it's on it's on iTunes and CD mm-hmm. Baby and all that stuff as well. Okay. Um, but mostly I sell it at Jazz Corner and I sell it, you know, when I'm gigging. Stuff okay. like that. So. And they can find out when you're going to be where on your website? Yeah. Well, I play, I play the Sundays and Mondays at Jazz Corner. Okay. I play uh, Fridays, Saturdays, 3.30 to 6.30 at Montage. Okay. And then um, I play like a brunch thing at Montage, which is out in Palmetto Bluff. It's a beautiful new place they built. Yeah. That's 11 to 2 on Sundays. And then uh, the rest of the week, I'm usually playing with these guys. So either I'm on mm-hmm. the road with them on the weekends and coming back on Sunday yeah. or else we're in town and we're playing somewhere. I bet you guys are busy. He, Reggie stays very busy. Yeah. He's it's a lot of work. It is a lot of work. <laughs> and he works very, he's the hardest working person I've probably ever run across. So really? there's no complaining to him. <laughs> That's good to know. Well, Martin Lesh, thank you so much for joining us here on the podcast and sharing with us and uh, sharing some knowledge. Thank you for having me. Thanks for listening to another awesome episode of Hilton Head Island Cast, powered by Palmera. Make sure you guys review and like and subscribe to this podcast so others can learn about our great island and tell your friends. You never know, they might want to love us too. If you have something you'd love to share about Hilton Head or a band you think we should listen to or any other crazy information, make sure you send an email to me, mandy at hiltonheadislandcast.com.